0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Tuesday, pre-market prep. Spencer Ismail, Joel Elkanen, Dennis Dink with with you this morning. Well, uh, we talked about buy the dip yesterday, then we got another dip. So I guess the question today is, will we buy the dip again today? Uh, Earnings on our radar, of course, IBM, Procter & Gamble, Logitech is our big mover. Of the morning, they raised their guidance late last night. We'll talk about that. Number of ratings on our radar as well. Our guest is Nick Shaheen. He is the author of Create Income with Option Spreads. Also runs the site sellspreads.com. He will join us at 8:35. Wanna remind you all to hit that like button if you uh, like the show and want to show your support. We appreciate that. The more likes we get, the more tickers we can discuss at ticker time at the end of the show. And let's throw it to Joe now. Joel, update us on how hard we have bought the dip in the overnight session because I
1: assume we're higher. We are. We are higher by 19 and three quarters handles. Uh, our our close was 22.75, uh, but they came right out. Uh, I guess there was a little positive stimulus talk right at, uh, at the close. And we got a pop. Your pre-market high, 51.75. I have absolutely nothing at that level. Friday's close is up at 62 and a quarter. On, down, on the downside, 28 and a quarter is your pre-market low. I, I don't know. Might have some problems getting down at down to that level today. We'll see. Still early. Uh, crude in the green by 4 cents at 41.10. You have gold in the red by 5.30 at 19.05.40. And you have silver in the red as well by, what, 7.8 cents here at 24.61. And – Trading up seventy-five dollars. These are the futures at eleven thousand eight hundred and thirty. Do not look now. But Bitcoin is knocking on the door of twelve thousand. Triple D. Is it time to get into Bitcoin?
2: I don't know, but it's time to the market just sold off. What just happened here about four minutes ago, Google went red, I saw, but we you're, fell you're, significantly you're, here. Come
1: on, you're acting like me now.
2: I know I am, but- Oh, it we
1: fell were... five points. It's the nothing. NASDAQ fell, Nasdaq fell about
2: 0.4% right there. And I see go- me, Google just went hair red. Did Google come out with something? Let's I'm going to the news desk and beyond.
1: Come on, let's go. I, I'm looking, I don't see anything. Google is
2: now Google is red.
1: Something there. happened with Google. Let me guess. Antitrust. Uh, probably, yeah, they're, they're, probably, they're breaking yeah. it up. Uh, how long have we been hearing? We gotta find here out. Go. I think something Here we go. Here
0: we go. Uh, yeah, from the the Wall Street Journal.
2: Oh my goodness, uh, Joel! You're <laughs> like Joel's like he's got a
0: crystal ball <laughs> right, over there, looking at the past. That is literally what the headline is. That's
2: <laughs> actually the headline. <laughs> yeah. We just did it again. Joel just pulled a Jason with the X ball. <laughs> the DOJ is actually filing their their suit. Uh, their I knew something happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i like <laughs> I just watched Nasdaq fall out of bed and Google go red. Something happened. I, I got up to go to the bathroom right for the show. I come back. I was like, what just happened to the queues? We we're all stable and doing fine. And all of a sudden we're not. So, oh, Google. yeah,
1: uh, Google antitrust. OK, now let's knock all the. What do you think about that, Dennis? I mean, all this antitrust and breaking these up. I mean, it hasn't just been going on for like 100 years. Well, they haven't yes. been around 100. This years.
2: headline comes out once a month. Okay. And nothing's ever seems to materialize from it. So you are absolutely correct. This headline has been going on for hundred years. Just like Fauci has been alive for 500 years, oh, we yeah, have been true. hearing about the Google antitrust for hundred years as well. Even though Google's only existed for like 25 years, we've heard about Google antitrust for a hundred years.
1: All right, let's talk Bitcoin for a second.
2: Bitcoin. Let's go. This right, so was on the agenda. And I change the agenda quickly when the Google thing happens. So that's that's what what we do. do. We move on the fly. We got news happening. We're live here. Something news breaks. We throw the agenda. We crumple it up and throw it in the garbage. We pretty much do that every day. And we really don't have an agenda. So let's go. What do you want to talk about Bitcoin? That's not true.
0: That's not true. I try to have an agenda. but I
2: I screw it up every day.
0: Real fast. I feel like we've been talking about this Bitcoin. Oh, my gosh. 12,000. How many times have we talked about 12,000 in Bitcoin. I feel like every day.
1: What happened to your screen, Spencer?
0: Uh, I, moved, I like it better. I moved it. I, I now have the, the office behind me. Can you
1: move that orange garbage can?
0: you fussy, Joel.
1: You don't
0: know, like the orange I'll just, garbage can? I'll just move in front of it. I
2: had the best marketing idea here this morning, though, for Benzinga. So I'm telling you, and I was telling Mitch in the morning, he liked the idea. Spencer wasn't into it, though. But you know how, like, Little Caesars has, like, the Little Caesars guy, you know, that goes around and, you know, walks on the street, and, you know, he's holding the sign, you pay, you know. So I think you need, like, somebody walking behind Spencer holding a Benzinga pro sign. And he's just going to do the entire show. He's going to keep walking back and forth behind Spencer. And he'll flip the side around and do things and that. And I think we'll get Ben's a pro subscribers. Maybe. So what do you think? I think that's a good idea. We got all that space behind Spencer. Let's have somebody hold... Whoa.
0: I think we Uh-oh. can call
2: it internet. I think Dennis's I internet I, just went I, out.
1: I, I don't think... Uh... I don't think uh, Jason likes that idea. No, Jason
0: hates that idea. I think so is Comcast or whoever his internet. Uh Oh, we
1: lost Dennis.
0: We lose Dennis. But wait, real quick, I want to go back to Bitcoin before we get too sidetracked here because, Joel, we've been talking about this 12,000 level. It feels like forever. So we're knocking on the door again. I I'm, you were the one of, of the three of us. You were the one that actually bought Bitcoin way back in
1: the day in 2017. Uh, are you thinking about it again or what? I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm just, I don't really do good at like chasing things right now. So it's I, not a chase. It's not a chase. Yeah. I mean, let's just go to the charts here. It's not a chase. That is not chasing. Come on. I mean, it's been in a trading range. I mean, see if I was buying it here, on uh, just based on the futures, I'd be like, I gotta get out at like twelve, twelve forty. Or yeah, one twelve thousand two hundred and forty. It got a double top there. So Dennis is the one that's good at those charts, you know. It, when they're at the top, oh, it's consolidating. Twelve thousand two hundred and forty was your high on September second. It's the first it was twelve thousand two hundred and sixty-five. So I don't know, just a little, little bit of resistance there. I'd I'd be more at to get it on a pullback, uh, is uh, is Dennis? Did he is he trying to redial in or yeah? I, I mean, he'll get in eventually. Um, okay, I'm wow. sure
0: by now he realizes he's out. I want to go back to Google here for a he's second. He's probably
1: still talking
0: yeah. and doesn't
1: realize that he's off the broadcast, is what's probably happening right now.
0: Maybe I should text him. Um, I, Joel, can we go to Google here just for a second? So, yeah, th- this Washington Street Journal article this came out at exactly eight o'clock. Uh, they went so it looks like I mean they have this exclusive that the DOJ is actually filing their report or their antitrust lawsuit against Google basically for saying that Google is so good
1: at their business that they're basically too good that they're they, oh they so that's that really sounds good they're, so they're too good at what they do I mean so, yeah
0: they they have a they have a duopoly on the digital advertising. Uh, market with Facebook and Google and the, the DOJ is basically saying that Google is acting as a gatekeeper, uh, an unfair gatekeeper for like the entire digital advertising uh, landscape uh, because they basically have a duopoly there. And so um, this is a, this is going to be a story that we're going to be reading about for the next like five years, probably. It's not going to go away, but Joel, the fact that you even called it, just, I, I, let's see. So, so we're, the stock is down on this headline. We're, we're going to get 500 more of these headlines, I suspect, by the time this- well, Does this,
1: this mean, like, if we, like, we're so good, we're so superior at covering the pre-market, does this mean, like, the DOJ is going to come after us and say, you guys can't do pre-market prep anymore because you're just too damn exactly. good? Yeah. Uh, no. No, well, I mean,
0: right, to be clear, that's not what the DOJ <laughs> – DOJ isn't saying you're too good. That's, that's, that's me. That's me in terms okay. of what the oh. DOJ is saying. But that's what it comes down to, right, is Google – no one stopped Google from doing what they were doing. I, they bought uh, DoubleClick. They bought all these ad platforms. No one stopped them in, uh, in building up – I mean, this is how they make money, right? They make money on ads. That's Google's revenue right there okay. in, in a nutshell. So, and without, I think that's the business, right? They have their other bets, which is just like they pie in the sky ventures that don't make any money. This is Google's business right here. And the, and the DOJ is now officially coming after them and finding a lawsuit. So this is going to take a while. I don't know when, when it will end, obviously. But in terms of just, like-
1: I'll just look at it. I mean, I don't understand all that. I'll just look at this, you know, technically. And you built a wall here over the last six sessions, right? Look at all those highs in the same area. That's what we like to look at here. And I'm eyeballing this, and it's pretty. it's not quite sixteen hundred, but let's call it fifteen ninety for a nice round number. So absolutely no upside uh, in Google until you clear fifteen ninety. It doesn't look like it's gonna do it today. It's seven sixty bucks away. um on the downside, you're just boom at the low of the pre-market session, fifteen, twenty eight, twelve. Uh, you got a little gap to fill. I guess if uh if I was short or I was trading this and I want to look for a long, you know, look at this 151652. Man, so many numbers with that. I that, I hate thousand-dollar stocks. I'll just say that potential support 15, 16 52, and I'm sure there's a lot of people would like to see it. I, the res uh the close 3461. It's not too far away so. There, there's a setup for Goog. I don't know. Goog with the L. I don't know what, you, uh, what what people like to trade. But the thing that sticks out to me right now is the resistance at 1590.
0: Hey, while we're on the topic of um, uh, federal uh, investigations and lawsuits, let's go to Goldman Sachs here quickly. Because Goldman Sachs, this came out overnight as well, they're settling uh, for uh, the – looks like they're done with the 1MDB scandal now.
1: Oh, that's
0: right. Okay. Uh, so the first part of that settlement was, was a few months ago. And then there was the other part uh, was announced, I believe, yesterday or overnight. Uh, and so what it's going to come down to is when all is said and done, Goldman Sachs is going to essentially pay $5 billion in, in fines uh, for, for their part. And, and if you don't know about this scandal, there's a good uh, uh, documentary on Netflix about it. It's the one MDB scandal in Malaysia. Goldman Sachs is pretty involved. Uh, five billion dollars is what it's going to cost them fines, essentially. When all is said and done, that's that's like a month of revenue, for for Goldman Sachs. So I guess this is this is the bull case on banks, right? Is that even when they misbehave horribly, the the you know the penalty just isn't there, right? So last quarter their revenue was almost 11 billion dollars. So we're essentially saying you misbehaved horribly. Uh, here's a fine that represents half of one quarter of revenue.
1: Uh, I tell you, triple D almost had me talked into buying this stock.
0: Actually, you know what? Me too. I've thought about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, and then uh, after earnings, I'm like, well, they sure didn't treat it very nicely after earnings. So I kind of laid off it, uh, for this one, I can give you support and resistance, uh, that at 215 level 15 is looming large here uh, three highs in a row man this is like pattern look at that 1489 1411 and 1445 so if you're looking for a breakout in goldman there's where you got to get got to get over 215 and the support's not too bad either uh, you're looking at the low from yesterday at 0- 0459 and 0411. So call the 204 support area really important for, for it to hold there, maybe market conditions will, you know, if we get a nice rally, we can rally back to 210, 212. I just looks like a slippery slope, though. But if you take out 204, you could easily be at 200, but certainly not rewarded uh, yeah. for that. Uh, did you Did you hear back from – oh, there he is. Yeah,
2: we're joined by our first guest now. The internet just crashed. It never does that. It's pretty stable. I'm on Rogers, and they're very rare for them to crash. So no <laughs> idea what happened. I am hold back. Up.
1: How long did it take you to realize that you weren't on with us?
2: And you know what? The immediate <laughs> panic. It wasn't that I wasn't on the pre-market prep show. The immediate panic was I have open orders out there. I I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, okay, well, I can get my cell phone and try to connect and maybe use the internet from my phone to log in and get my orders out of there. Cause I was like, I just have visions of, you know, market crashing on me and I'm not ready for it. So it's always as a trader, you always panic when you lose internet. That's the worst case scenario so need a backup you should get a backup internet
1: uh we are good call on the leaking there uh yeah we're all over it yeah yeah, cnbc
2: breaking news 10 minutes after us man
1: should we throw in a ticker here for john hutz h-a-u-t-z real quick dennis's favorite stock he trades it every day right aid
2: ha i'm not even talking right did you go ahead
1: Uh, it's got support. (laughs) That's about it. Looking for a zero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you know, it's what it gets down here. Wow. It's been down here for a long time. I mean, support is support. I mean, if you're leaning on this for a swing trade, You know, 929, 930, you're a buck above that. And then this usually seems to get some like wild news or something, and then and rallies, but uh not a great looking chart. And I just wanted to bring up, man, did you see CVS yesterday? Holy mackerel.
2: Holy Toledo.
1: They were they were punished for it. I didn't like that headline that they they're gonna hire fifteen thousand pharmacists. I'm thinking, yo, because uh because of flu season and for testing, I'm like that doesn't sound like good news to me, and they couldn't get it through the resistance there at sixty-one, and ended up giving it all back. So uh, there is a tangent from Rite Aid to CVS. Spencer, bring yeah. us back What in. did you talk about oh, when we, I was we, gone for ten minutes?
0: We've talked uh, Google,
2: Bitcoin, Google,
0: and Goldman Sachs. So I want to. Oh, you
2: already did the Bitcoin segment. I oh. was trying to decide should I. I've been talking about buying Bitcoin for like a year now, and I still haven't done it. Should I buy it or not? What do you want me to do? Should we buy but should we put 10% of our net worth in Bitcoin like every all these uh Bitcoin people say we should? This is what I want you to do. Well I have zero of my net worth in Bitcoin I currently. You you buy it, But you should
0: only buy it if you can absolutely promise, promise all of us, promise me, Joel, all, all the listeners, all the chatters, all of our guests, promise everyone that you're not gonna look at
2: it for at least a year. You're not <laughs> I look at it every day. How do you not, not look at what you own? Forget that you own it. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm no good. Why don't you? Why don't I just give you money and you can invest it secretly in Bitcoin for me and then tell me at the end how much money I lost? Like, place it into like a blind trust, as in, (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: I just, I for me, with these right here, like, I'd be all nervous about 1220 or 12,200. I'd if I bought it here. I would automatically sell it there because it's a double top, at least the first time. This up, is what so. happens
2: to me too. I look at the charts too much and then I just yeah. decide, oh, I better get out of this. And meanwhile, you shouldn't sell any of that stuff.
1: Maybe it's it gets ramping up for the Thanksgiving blast. Remember that? That's when I bought it that, uh, just before. Was it 17 or 18, Spencer? It
0: was both years, I think. Yeah. So that, that that rally
2: between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm uh i
2: I, don't know what to say i don't i mean it's starting to look okay again here but every time it gets up here it fails and really where are we gone we've gone nowhere for a long time in bitcoin like the volatility remember how everybody's saying oh how volatile how can you invest in something that volatile i mean that argument's gone
1: this thing isn't really volatile at all futures futures put the kibosh on that
2: is that what happened
1: yeah thickened it all up yep yeah, no more mucking Big players
0: around. players in there. Yeah. Uh, I stand corrected, Joel. Bitcoin actually sold off horribly uh around uh, the end of the year 2018. Right. Uh, so that's
1: when we did our yeah, that's when yeah. we did So it.
0: I mean, yeah, the the bubble came in December 2017. A year later it basically collapsed and. i
1: did come across my coinbase password so i will have to man it's like i can't even
2: <laughs> you, you lost your password i don't you're know lost. if i have oh, it or not, not not your password that protects the, the, the coin. yeah
1: i don't have the wallet. like
2: you're the one that's definitely going to forget that password joel there's no doubt like if you buy <laughs> that thing directly there's no doubt you're going to mess up that password and have your bitcoins lost forever
1: I wonder if I I might
2: do it, but there's a hundred percent chance. I wonder
1: if I have any in there still. I think I sold out. I think I sold out of the rest of it. I don't know. I'll take a check.
2: All right. uh, Let's go to the earnings
0: parade here. IBM is probably your your biggest headline. Wow. The morning here. They were out yesterday afternoon. Earnings were in line at two dollars 58. Sales beat 17.56 billion dollars. There's a slight beat on the estimates there. I didn't see any. Guidance. I don't think they gave any guidance on the uh, on the call or in the. No, room. they
2: said they stopped giving guidance. Right, right. Really? Yeah. Well, they don't need to give guidance. No, they don't need guidance. Because their business
0: and is the same, right? Because nothing. It is- doesn't.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. We know what what it is. It's not going to grow. It's a, it's a cash cow. They make a lot of money, but and they have a nice dividend. But it's the same thing. And I was so hoping the stock would pop. I was like, I wanted to sell the pop. I was like, IBM will have a pop on the initial numbers. I'm going to sell this thing short at 130 and make a whole pile of money. There was no pop to be had, Joel. It was just nothing there.
1: Uh, nothing. It was left.
2: a it was a whimper. And then they had to start the conference call and it kept leaking. So right side of the trade, I never got it on. Never
1: you know what got it on because it never had the pop. It never had the pop. You never know what had the pop. You know what they should do? They should bring back uh deep blue very versus uh Gary Kasparov. That's what they need. Remember when they did that? The no. chess match? I was thinking was that in the nineties? Yeah. 80s? They did it was 96 through 97. That's what they did. I, I guess it was
0: more of, it was more of an IBM Watson Jeopardy fan. Can
1: you yeah. imagine you could bet on that um, on um, on DraftKings now? Like after each move, you could be able to do that. Now, I don't know what to say about this stock. It's filled, it's more filled the gap now, trading on the lows of the pre market session. Uh, no, it's, I'll give you a low to look at at 118.82 you did have a low at 2105 on the fifth and their next low there is 118.82 and that is what you're we're your going target?
2: to go red here holy mackerel it's hard to talk I all the so. ibm when you're seeing the market just continue to uh get hit here so, so. yeah you know obviously we've got some headlines here that we is know there what more? they
1: are is there more headlines spencer
2: um, well Trump is just on
0: Fox uh, on he was on TV just now. Uh, as as we start our show Trump went on Fox. Uh, so I I don't know what he said because I was on with you guys and what else did I see go by my wires. Look on your Twitter and
1: see what he um, said.
2: I don't know. We're leaking big time here. I'm trying to concentrate on doing a show, if you but gotta, all I am is if you trading. Hot man. <laughs> all I am is trading here because I'm like, I'm about to cancel all the orders. I had to cancel all because my internet goes down at the most opportune time. Lucky it came back up. I'd be in full panic mode right now watching the market come down and get back the gains. And obviously as a trader, you know, maybe everybody else doesn't care about 0.5%, but I do because I'll make my money off 0.5%. So that's a big fall.
1: No, I like it. I like it.
2: Usually the Google antitrust news doesn't move the market that much, but I guess it's happened in the morning and everybody's at their desk. They usually come out this at five, six o'clock at night. and Nobody's paying attention and they just don't even cover it in the morning. Well, all of a sudden, you know, they are covering it. They care.
1: We're on the lows of the pre-market session I don't here. Twenty eight and a quarter. Right? I know. Right, leaky,
2: leaky, leaky. What should I
1: do? What should I do? Should I wait for unchanged here, or wait for us to take out yesterday's low? I don't know. It's leaking pretty good, though. All right. Let's. Uh, all right. So we talked IBM. We talked Google. Well, yeah. Let's, I-
0: I want to go to Logitech from a company that's not growing to one that is growing and Logitech has also leaked off of its high, but I'll give you the headline here from this morning about an hour and a half ago. Now, maybe an hour ago. Uh, they, no, sorry, this is last night. Uh, they raised their guidance. They raised their full year sales growth guidance. Uh, they originally their sales was, were going to grow. 10 to 13 percent for the year. Now they say our sales are going to grow 35 to 40 percent for the year, assuming a constant currency. Uh, and they also gave earnings with that, but the guidance raise was the was the big number there.
2: That's an unbelievable move. Again, remember Logitech is trading actively over in Europe, so the price discovery has already happened. This has been trading for hours up this much, so. This isn't like all of a sudden, boom, you know, it's going to give it all back. I mean, it has leaked in the last couple hours. It got to 98. Yeah. So huge move. I mean, this is, again, the market, the price is in nothing. So if you're doing your homework, you know, Jason Rasnick pick right here. I mean, you know, this is a stay at home stock and it's firing on all cylinders. And, you know, you get up there 94 now. I mean, the, the moves happen. But, wow, if you held this into earnings, it's good to get a good hold.
1: Where's, uh, where's the uh, primary exchange for this?
2: In Europe. Europe. I, I don't know what it's listed on.
1: Um, so this is what happened. Uh, you got the pop just over 98, and then the sell orders came in. And they said, you know what? Sell me 387000 down to 94. And they sold it down to 94. Now that seller is done. And everyone stuck between 94 and 98 on the long side is hoping for a bounce. And I, don't think you're going to get back up to that ninety-eight and change. So that's that's the way I'm looking at it. Now under ninety-four, look out. You can see ninety in this thing. And that's just based on the 15-minute chart. But uh gap in gap again, off you're The in. one
2: big difference though, as trading, you know, actively over in Europe is it's not like this is whipping around two, three points at a time. This has already been trading since three o'clock this morning. So you have five and a half hours of regular session trading into Logitech already, even though we're just opening okay. here and we haven't had it here i don't think it's going to open up over here and all of a sudden tank five bucks because we aren't the primary market so the primary okay. market has priced it and they like it i don't know where it goes you know in two three four days from now but nope. i don't think you're seeing 90 today you have primary- already like this is like trading at three o'clock after like like think about logitech guys this isn't like trading it gonna open at 9 30 this is like uh, it's trading at 3 p.m. and it's been trading all day. And it's leaked some of the gains, but they like the earnings and it's not like it's just going to give it all back.
1: Okay, I haven't lost a lunch in a while, but um, I'll take uh, 90. If it trades 90, uh, you owe me a lunch. If it trades 98, I owe you a lunch.
2: Why do I want to make that bet?
1: I don't know. I <laughs> you're
2: trying to you're trying to take me in and t- trying to get me to sell <laughs> the dip. It's called gotta- buy the dip, Joel. I the name get, of the game is buy the dip. The ninety four is a dip now. Like
1: that dip right there when you made the pre market low. What was it? Twenty eight. I made
2: one bad bet here in the last month and was with Mitch, and he got me to sell the dip on work. He got me somehow to sell the dip. Never sell the dip. I I, I, I was on work, and work had you tanked got, down. Yeah. I was like, work is going to see twenty bucks before it sees twenty eight, and the stock had you know had the disappointing earnings and gap down. Don't sell the dip. You buy the dip. And now you owe Mitch a lunch because of my bad bet.
1: Have uh, you
2: paid him that lunch yet?
1: Uh, no. Okay. All, send him, send him some soup. A, a it's lunch. cold in Denver. Send him some soup. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, What I'm going to do is the next time you say a stock's going to 100, I'm going to take the other – because you say that all the time. You look at a stock and you go, oh, it's going to 100. If it's like an 85, so next time you yeah, see, that's it's what stock. they do.
2: 85 gets you 90. It's a Kenny Glick style. 85 gets you 90. 90 gets you 95. 95 gets you 100. It kind of works. I kind of yeah, like that style. Works.
1: You're uh, you're you're running out of time in um, AMD. What's,
2: what stock? AMD. Yeah, yeah, I know AMD.
1: How's your spread doing? It doesn't
2: move. It'll start <laughs> moving once it's like the last month here. I don't know. I haven't looked at it for a long time. I stopped looking at it because it doesn't move. It moves. AMD moves five bucks, and the spread moves one buck here okay let's not talk about my positions here let's talk about (laughs) let's uh, yeah because amd i've been on that spread let's go okay so we were talking ibm ibm which i don't know how we went on the tangent from that one and logitech so those are your two earning stocks we had also procter gamble lockheed martin we got netflix tonight we got texas instruments tonight we got snapchat tonight we got tesla tomorrow night there's so many cool things to talk about let's talk about it let's talk about it what Uh, are we talking about pick one
0: Let's start with one for fun. Let's start with Netflix here. All right, they're going to be the headliner today, uh, more so than than Snap. Netflix is perhaps the headliner of the week. Netflix or Tesla, but um, let me give you estimates if we have them here in the pro. Uh, We do two dollar and thirteen cent earnings per share estimate for tonight. Six point three eight billion dollar revenue estimate. Those would be uh, both up dramatically year over year.
2: Oh, so 533, we've had a little dip into the report, it's the market that prices nothing in. I think Netflix blows it away. So I would not be the least bit surprised if the stock gets a lift. Um, We've pulled back, we didn't have your classic run up into the number here, which is good news. So you know what, I think they beat it. But you know, it's like the coin flip. I mean, nobody really knows anything. I just, yeah. I think they beat it. I think they beat it, and I think the stock actually but, rallies on the so beat.
0: So r- remember this. Uh, I agree with you. They'll probably beat it, but that's not really the question. The question There's a
2: rally on the beat.
0: Uh, Netflix themselves said, I think it was, if not last quarter, two quarters ago, that yeah, we're we're seeing a massive surge, but we expect that surge to to come back down. Like the, this, this, this growth, this growth in COVID won't last forever. It's, yeah, And they, they said that I think it was last quarter. They said at some point in the next few quarters, like this, this growth will go back to like a more normal growth rate that uh, that, we, that they had prior to this year. So uh, let's see what they say this time around. I, I agree with you. That they're probably going to be, but that's not really the point. The point is, what can they give us any more details about the the expected growth rate
1: going out, you know, six, 12 months we'll find
2: out here tonight.
1: Joel, what's the technical saying? Uh, you know, at the ta- You know what? I'm just I'm going to lay off this a little bit. I mean, you've gone from 460 to 570, 110 point move 55. That takes you back to uh, you know, 510, 515 area. So some lows just below 510, but th- this is what I'm thinking for earnings between now and the election. I don't. I don't. I. I think like if you get a big pop in this, I think you're going to get sellers. I think if you get a big drop, you're going to get. You're going to get buyers. I. I think people are just like. I. I think they're in the position squaring mode. We're coming into a major election, a major potential turning point in our country here, and I don't think anyone's getting too giddy about earnings so they're gonna have their moves but i just think the moves are gonna be faded
2: so they have all the people like me that buy the dip and sell the rip so that applies to every stock (laughs) exactly i mean this is the
1: name this is what it is
2: we're in this market the fade trade is back i love fading if you ain't fading you ain't trading you know and yesterday too you know we've had a nice run here for about two three weeks we were due for the correction. So what do we do? They pull the rug out from under and they tank the market a little bit. So we bounce back a little bit here this morning as the buy the dippers come in. They probably pull the rug out from under it, go red here, and then they come in and start to emerge again at 11 o'clock. I mean, it's Groundhog Day. It's why this market's actually been a really good market to trade because it's actually very predictable to a certain extent. You can't predict the actual day they're going to come back. But when they dip, the buyers come in. And when they rip, the sellers come in. So let's keep doing it until it doesn't work anymore.
1: For, for for longs here, I would just uh, I did do the exact lines here, but you know, figure out your fifty percent from that uh that old. Now it's not the all time high, just missed it. But uh, from that recent high, uh, that you had four or five days ago, that came in at five seventy two forty nine, and assuming the low from today holds that comes in at uh, 525, you know, you get your 50% back in this area, you know, 551, 552, high that area. That would be that to me, that would be the number. If it was popping and I was long today or into the number, it got up into that area. Boom. I would let it go. I wouldn't try and get the meat on the bone here between 552 and 572. It's just, that's what I'm looking at for, Bulls, you know what you need to do. Uh, bears, you know you need a bad number. You need to, you know, crack these quad lows. It uh, let's just call it 503, 503 and a quarter it splits all those lows. So that's what I'm looking at in Netflix. No positions, nothing going in. I don't even know if I've ever, I've ever taken a position in Netflix. Maybe a few. I'm in it all trails. the time. I was
2: in it last night and I sold it because I'm in it. You know, you know why I'm in it because I think this doc usually pops ahead of the number. So, but I sold it. I sold it last night because they gave it love on Mad Money. I was like, I was getting a pop, and or or not on Mad Money, on Fast Money, and I sold into that pop.
1: Yeah, this one, Dennis. How did you not get? How did you not get run over buying this into the report? Because you usually do that. You just didn't like the price action. Uh, yeah, but I'm
2: in out. Usually, I'm in and out. I'm in and out. So I'm I'm usually long it overnight into the report, and then I sell in the morning and I rebuy it the next night again.
1: I got you because
2: I don't sit at my desk like you know people who are new here. I trade pre-market, open, close, after hours. I don't trade from 10.30 to 2.30. I don't trade any of those hours. I used to, for f- f- 15 years, I traded 9.30 to four. And if you were just listening to the interview, you know this is what I was talking about, but it's all chop. I don't make enough money from 10.30 to 2.30, so I take that time off now. I go to where I can make the most money. And there's not very many inefficiencies. I'm an inefficiency trader. I specialize in little micro inefficiencies and there's not a lot of inefficiencies from ten thirty to to no
1: the, the bots got it the bots
2: yeah. got it the bots got it so you can use your technicals you can do some other things but i'm not a technical trader you know that's why we got joel for the technicals i always throw it to you for the charts i can look at a chart and get an idea <laughs> but i just want to know is it an uptrend or it's in it a downtrend and that's all my technicals like i said i teach my technical analysis in less than 30 seconds i'll teach it to you right now less than 30 seconds by 835 you're gonna know technical analysis support resistance trends jeff mackie purple crayon 50 percent retracement that's it done
1: that was 10 seconds
2: 10 second technical (laughs) analysis lesson take your technical analysis books throw them in the garbage that's all you need in my opinion that's all you need all
1: right moving
2: averages i use zero death cross golden cross uh, death star i use none of it none of it
1: if it works for you keep
2: working it if you're new to trading don't get caught up in all these indicators because it's a good way to not make money.
1: Uh, we want to do one more stock before we bring Nick on. What do you want to do, Spencer?
0: Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to think of like the most obscure technical patterns that I could, but I'm drawing a blank right now. So <laughs> the most the obscure. Mo- <laughs> He's trying to. The head and shoulders. Like the crazy cup and handle. You
2: know what I do? Like that death, death, I, I love it when the CNBC they get the death. It's where the moving average is. Oh, we got the long two hundred. It's like the two hundred and the fifty. Fifty, and it's going down, and we got the death cross happening. You know, you know why? Joel taught me this way back. There. Lagging indicator. <laughs> yeah, I know if you find out tomorrow. Well, you tell me about this. It's it's now gone down twenty percent. Now you're telling me it just had a death cross. I wanted to sell twenty percent ago. A little late to the party, Mister Death Cross people. So you know what also the is death, death a- cross people. You know what they're doing? They're selling the dip. Because oh. if you're all of a sudden, you know, you've got these averages of 50 days coming down through the 200. They're like, oh, you know, we got to sell here
1: because they got a death cross. Well, you know, you what, know what that you... means? It means you're selling the dip. We don't you know sell what... the dip. We buy the dip. You know what you're missing in your technical analysis, too? What? Is uh, I mean, I know it's getting fancy. Uh, wedges. Wedges. I mean, nah, when you get, but but well, that's I just, let me I, finish. I that's had a part of my <laughs> <laughs> It's the only wedge I, I got there. I don't uh, want information. Part of the <laughs> that just means it's part of consolidation. Right, so that's a lot, a lot of times. So you left consolidation out uh, of of that. We look at
2: kind of that stuff, but my bread and butter from technical analysis support resistance trends. Is it an uptrend? I'm buying the dip. Is it a downtrend? I'm selling the rip. If it's a no trend, we're doing that channel thing that you drew yesterday because that's pretty cool. All right, let's go. This uh, guy right, waiting on Nick Shaheen to join us here. He'll be on with us,
0: I presume, in a couple of minutes. So let's just do. They bought
1: the dip. there. They made the new pre-market Oh my god! They bought the 2- dip. 26. I can't believe it. would it go unchanged for me. Wouldn't go to twenty two seventy five. I thought that would be that would be a nice area. I think we're late no. for our
0: guest. Uh, Nick is uh, not with us yet. So what's going on? Nick's never late. I, I just shot. I just shot him a note. So
2: all okay. right, Nick slept in. Uh, yeah, I hope well, he's, he's okay. A he's, he's never a, late. He's he never sleeps in either. I hope Nick's okay. Nick, if you're listening, come on the show. We need you. He's this has California. really gone downhill in a hurry. One more
0: Prakti gamble. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go to PG. All now. right, they, save they, us, Mister PG. They also raised their guidance last night. So uh, earnings good, sales good. Uh, guidance raised. They see their uh, fiscal year uh, EPS growth in a range, a growth range of 49 to 9 percent. This is for the year. And that was a raise—a raise from the previous number. Huh. Earnings beat, sales beat, guidance raise.
2: Ah, consumer products did well last quarter. Shocker! I mean, I thought about just taking this long, just because. I mean, this is the market that doesn't price anything in. And who would have thought that everybody's staying at home? You know, I guess we started to go out a little bit last quarter. But who would have thought that consumer products would do well when you're all staying at home? And and hygiene's important. Who would have thought? That all of a sudden, the hygiene's important. The Procter and Gamble and Clorox would be doing well. I mean, this again is the market that praises nothing. So if you just think a little bit, I guess you know you go along. Procter Gamble, yeah, we make some money here this morning. That being said, lots of tops at one
1: forty-five. Ah, uh, well, one forty-six is actually the number you really want to keep an eye on. Uh, that is your two-day high. Oh no, one forty-five. Oh, you snuck through that. You're right, Dennis. One forty-five. You hit that right on the kisser. What day was that? Uh no, one one forty five eighty seven. I was right. It's closer to one forty six. You got anybody leaking it? Uh, lurking at one forty six there, Dennis? Can or is that too far out in the book?
2: No, I didn't open my book yet. So it probably is. It's a good call. Procter Gamble always has size. I bet you're right. I bet you there's some size in the book.
1: I think you might have a little problem getting back. JV Speck,
2: what's in the book? I gotta go. I'll open up the book.
1: Man, we haven't we haven't heard much from JV Speck lately. Uh, but you're leaking a little bit. You pulled back. Uh, off that high, kind of in the middle of no man's land yesterday's high forty five thirty one so there's your first target and then also forty five eighty seven you can see that's where you snuck up in the pre market high. I wouldn't worry about anything until this it's up two thirty one until uh I think you're good on the long side until it goes red. I saw a message from Nick I think he's here Nick is here uh Nick Sahin. also I snuck in
0: income with option spreads I am uh, I am Nick good morning.
2: Good morning
3: to you. Sorry I'm late. Sorry. You're never you're okay, late. Nick? What happened? He's never been okay? late. You okay? Yeah. I, I, I am okay. I, I'm dealing uh, with something in my family, but it's not okay. oh, sorry. Oh, sorry I know there's something. I can tell. I can late. tell
1: there's something but, you know, He's been
2: on the show for like five, six years. He's never been late. So there's obviously <laughs> something. up. So <laughs> I I, we
1: hope assume, everything's okay,
0: assume, Nick. I just assumed he was in like a crazy train and couldn't look away from his. Oh, no, uh,
1: no.
3: No, no. Okay. no um let's go Ryan. macro
1: here for a second uh okay. election in two weeks i mean
3: mm-hmm.
1: earning season i'm just kind of like maybe earning season's not super important now with the with the looming election here so you always give us a good macro perspective on things so where, where are you where are you at I, macro
3: i think the earnings are important uh, they okay. should they should support the stocks because I think the mega caps are going to do well. They're going to deliver good results, whether it's what people expect or not. I don't know. So there might be short term tizzies. We will find out today, tonight. I think uh, Net- Netflix is the first one. IBM did yesterday and it was eh, same old, same old. Um, so we'll see after today how Netflix sets a tone and then Tesla picks it up. So between these two, we'll see if they will have similar reactions um, or opposing ones. If they have opposing ones, then that's good. If they have both negative reactions, then th- you may shake the cobwebs out of the rest of the mega caps that are going to report later, uh, and they will have a better chance at uh, having an upside performance there. As far as the elections, it's a coin flip. My, um, I lost a few members yesterday over my comments on, on masks, so I'm hesitant to make comments on political uh, stuff because never talk the, politics well it, the, i wasn't <laughs> making a point about politics but they construed it that way because of how fiery a subject it is even if i said like i don't like to wear a mask it's my personal preference that doesn't mean i'm a trumper and i uh, i'm a racist <laughs> it, it, everything gets thrown in the bucket as soon as i say i don't like to wear a mask same Masks as and I,
2: politics you can't if talk i about. plant the
3: flag on my front lawn people will say i'm voting trump right away so since when somebody liking the flag means it's a bad thing my personal thing is i think trump will win and i think we'll surprise by margin but that doesn't matter because i think the stock market is going to go up anyway so whatever happens on the reaction it's kind of like a fed event where we don't know what they're going to say are they going to cut rates are they not well now we know but in the olden days where we didn't know if they're going to cut rates or not um it was like that event and then we get the news and then they fall and then they rally and then they fall and then they decide which way they want to go. Eventually, I think it will go up because the companies, if, if, if Biden wins or if Trump wins, Google going to make about the same amount of uh, money once it gets out from under the stupid DOJ, um, DOJ um, lawsuit that's coming today. So I don't think it's going to matter The the stock is going to do whatever it's going to do. As far as trading the charts. We are just above the accident scene from February in the S&P, way above it in the NASDAQ. We have room to give back a little bit and establish a better base. Like if the S&P falls to 3,200 and technically could do that like today or tomorrow, it doesn't matter. It's a great place to buy the dip because that 3,200, if you look on a chart, it's a great base. And if that fails, there's a great base below that between 3,100 and 3,000. and then Grasso may get his twenty-eight fifty or whatever he's uh, pushing over there. Either way, they're going to buy the dip because that's what's been
2: happening. This is what happens. How do they stop buying the dip? When do they stop buying the dip? Dip ever? Oh, they <laughs> haven't. Slip the yeah, slip of the tongue. There. Oh, that's my last name, so it's okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so they haven't done that. <laughs> they haven't done that yet. Um, you have to change the narrative, and there is the Fed put that's out there, and they're they're forcing money to flow. Some stuff will change. I, I looked at the quarterly chart on rate on yields, and it's, t- it's bottoming like it hasn't before. So if you believe in charts, there's going to be a drop in the TLT and a spike in the TNX. This could change the narrative. Uh, they, they may have to bring Art Cash in on CNBC in order to talk about the TNX. Remember when it approached three in February, was that 2017 or 2018 on a hot jobs number? oh my God, the world's gonna end, it's gonna hit three. So now we may hit one and 1.25, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's huge in terms of yields. And I don't know how that's gonna affect the trading. It might help banks for a little bit, but is it gonna hurt the whole stock market because yields are rising? I don't know. But there's still, the Fed is there. The babysitter is right there. Should anything happen? They're willing to spend spend trillions.
0: So there has to be stuff though that you're not willing to buy, right?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, if the the problem is, people don't seem to have a problem saying, I missed this rally. You know, something that's going ballistic, I personally have a problem chasing it. I would rather, what I do is I scour the drops and see which one is worthy of catching. Like if PG is falling, then I'll look at it. Is it worth catching? If not, I walk away. Um, I have a scanner on uh, some really low. RSIs on several different time frames that rarely happen. And if something pops up on there, I start watching it. We got some good trades out of it in the last couple of months. You know, something that shows up um, of, of an, RS, an RSI that's so low that you have to look at it to see, okay, is this a trough? I may not catch the very bottom, but the way I trade, I sell put spreads or puts, then I don't need to catch the bottom. I just need to not enter in an, an extended uh, area. So there are some things that I'm not willing to chase. And uh, like the stuff like Zoom, I get it um, that they are growing their top line so fast. They're just going to have to rally without me and that's fine.
2: I, you know, was 52 times sales. Forward sales. Yeah. It's, so it's this 110
3: is like- times real sales. So,
2: not earnings, times, no, sales, sales, Sales. like sales. a company's got, you know, $100,000 worth of sales and yeah, it's worth $5 million. They're
3: basically paying 100 years worth of sales in the price today.
2: That's what 100 that years worth of sales if the sales stay and they may continue to go up, right. but you but know what? Yeah, they might not even continue to go up. You're in this perfect so, environment for them.
3: But they, have, they had cover for a couple of quarters because now they're rolling over old comps. What happens when they start rolling over the new COVID comps? Is it going to be incrementally uh, exponential like this? We At a
2: certain know. point it crashes, but I mean, I, I was talking bearish about yeah. it 70 points ago and same, and, and, same. and it's going, I mean, the story's intact and people same. don't care about valuation. Eventually it will matter, but it doesn't so, matter right now.
3: So th- there's a, there's a, Acronym I use it's DHTH. It's too high to chase and too yep. high to short. Yeah. So I can't touch it. It I missed yep. it. I'll wait for the dip. Maybe I'll, I did that with Twilio. I said don't short it. I'm going to short it just because I feel like it. I, I'm doing I'm doing the <laughs> wrong thing and, I, <laughs> and 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 it was wrong. So I stopped doing it way 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 long ago. So I still say this is a Twilio market. I said it, and as long as Twilio is rallying on bad days. Uh, then they're buying froth, they're buying risk. It's a little different than the dot-com bubble, but it's similar in concept, but it's different than the dot-com. If you put a dot-com on your name, it doesn't matter your business model. This time, Ritual they do have mean. a business model. Yep. So, you know, imagine, but but they could still go out of business. You remember one of the companies back then in the 2000, Webvan. How strong would it have been
2: during COVID? I do not remember Webvan.
1: I do. Oh my I gosh! Don't I don't mean, remember <laughs> Webvan.
2: How do what, I not remember? Was WDVN? Cool was I song?
1: don't.
3: I don't remember the ticker, oh, but I but remember. I remember my buddy says I'm averaging down in it. I was like, what? I mean, they don't even have sales. You can't. They didn't average. even
2: have any sales. <laughs> <laughs> like Nikola. we just had a concept.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you can't just chase blindly. But if if you're an active trader, then you can do it. Like on Tesla, maybe I don't believe in all. Let's talk Tesla.
1: Let's talk Tesla for a second, because you got to help me set up a trade where I don't, I don't pay the premium gods, and I capitalize on a move here. I mean, it's just consolidating, and it's got the earnings. Do you wait till after earnings to do something? Because it's not going to stay between four twenty and four sixty forever. It's going to either blast over five hundred or. You know, take out 400 here, and I know a strangle would probably or a straddle probably cost me like $87 here. How do, how do you set this up, Nick? This thing is gonna move out of here.
3: Well, I sold put spreads at 362 and a half into a big dip day. I don't remember when it was. Uh, I collected about close to a dollar, and that was the way I traded it. it I didn't worry about it much. It, it expired last week for maximum gains. So that's the kind of trades I like to do. So if right now you force me to do something in Tesla, I'd probably sell like a, I don't know, a $300 put. (laughs) Or a $250 put and collect. uh, The $300 put is almost $7. For when? For December.
1: Really?
2: Yes, really. that's Premium selling these puts, man. This Nick's on to something here. He's on to something.
1: 293? Holy he's on to
3: something even yeah. i don't so, even
1: think it's going to 290 already. so
3: if and there are 7,000 contracts there just to let you know Jesus ready. So there's 3,000 contracts at 290 so if you want to do a spread if you don't want the whole risk uh you can collect a couple of bucks there uh so it, there are ways to trade it and not be in the trenches however the chart itself you, like you said is is tightening it has higher lows i'm not going to say lower highs It is lower than the high, but it has two knocks at 460-ish. So the the dips should come into 404 under normal circumstances. Now, having earnings is going to probably exaggerate that up or down. I'm not sure. But you chase the rip above 467.50. Okay. And and you buy the dip. You buy the dip. The the level one would be at 405, 405 and a half-ish. Level two, anywhere near 360 um, because – it has a bounce at 340, uh, 350 to 60 and a really hard bounce off of 330. So, but look at the candle from July 13th and, and there's a poke to 360 and then an immediate let go of it. And then the defense of it a couple of times and a breakout from it. So okay. it's pretty pointy. So if I were to sell a put anywhere below that line, I'm pretty confident and, and 271, 272 was a, the base for a big rally in in August. So all these are points that machines will look for on bad days. So on a bad day, if I will sell a put or a put spread into any of these levels I mentioned. Depends on how bad of a day.
1: All right. We'll take a look at it. I guess you're not talking me sure. into buying the 500 calls into the print, right? Why would you do that? I'm joking. I'm joking. Because a lot of people oh. are. A lot of people are. This stock's well, going to like six thousand seven hundred eighty. There are people. I bet you there's people in the chat that are on the five hundred well, calls going in. Well,
3: the- they, they they are they will make a lot of money, but that's not my style. I understand. So it's, I always be it's, it's, since I don't have an edge. Um, it it's more gambling to me than it than, is, and I'm yep. not a good gambler. I'm I'm a very conservative gambler, even even if I sell puts. But it's a it's a calculated risk. I just gave you a six dollar risk that is laughable right people yep. will laugh at me what? until
1: i sell the 290 put and that's or the 300 put that's yeah. when tesla's gonna miss and decide they're not making Crash. cars to that's universe. what happens elon's to gonna
3: leave the company <laughs>
1: yeah
2: that's what <laughs> happens to me yeah elon leaves the company and the stock yeah. says hey yeah. we're going bankrupt over all of a sudden Right. So, <laughs> like we, we were lying Gordon
1: Johnson was right the, the whole time
3: those cars have quiet <laughs> motors in them they're not really electric yeah so <laughs> Um, the, the elections is the focus, the stimulus in the focus. I I bet you months ago, I told you here, there will not be a stimulus. I said it among my group, as soon as they went on vacation, the politicians, as soon as they went on vacation, they were willing to go spend good times with their family, leaving the whole country high and dry without a stimulus. I said, there is no way we're going to have a stimulus after this. We're done. In fact, somebody said today, a politician, no. One of the business people on CNBC, he said uh, something along the lines that the best stimulus would be to open up the country. And that's part of the debate that got me in hot a mess in my own chat room yesterday because I said something like that. I said, we don't need a stimulus because we can't, we can't afford it. We should just open up the country uh, since we have good therapeutics and the numbers are leaning towards you know less mortality now, even though the infection rate is high, fewer people are dying from it. So we can afford to take that risk now and the hospitals are not that packed i can attest that because i've spent my days in the hospital the last few weeks so we should reopen the country but that's an emotional thing to say because they are so bifurcated the opinion so yeah. the the stimulus whatever it's all noise what's it is it what's is. the I bottom don't... line for yeah. companies that's what we have to think about it is divest yourself from the headline it won't matter most headlines won't matter and sentiment is the only thing at play right now. Monetary and structure are there. The only variable is uh,
0: sentiment. I'm with you there, Nick. Nick Shaheen is the author of Create Income with Option Spreads. Also runs the site SellSpreads.com. Nick, thanks for the time today. I
3: appreciate it. Sorry, I'm late, guys. All right, I'll Nick. Go. Thank you. Best
0: thanks wishes. Matt. We'll talk right. to you soon. I, I want to go to DraftKings here. Uh, I, I should have remembered this, I, uh, and I didn't, and I apologize. All the lockup. Yes, so the lock-up yeah. expirations on these SPACs, on these SPAC mergers, is typically 180 days, right? So that's five months. So DraftKings merger closed April 24th. The lock-up expiration there you go. is today. How um, did we miss that we're, after we're the gonna offering? That, we're going to get a lot of these in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. The, the Nikola merger closed on June 3rd. So that's coming up here. That, that five-month mark is coming up here in a little bit. So we're going to get these probably for the rest of the year, every week or so. There may be another one. But DraftKings, I saw a big block trade uh, today. Uh, that is a result of the lockup expiration. So what does that mean? It means everyone who was in the stock, who was not allowed to sell, is now allowed to sell.
2: Mm-hmm. All the insiders can sell yeah. freely. And that usually does put pressure on the stock. One thing you do see sometimes is that these are so anticipated, and in this case it probably is, because it's been going straight down forever, that they're actually crowded with shorts. And you can actually sometimes see the trades reverse on these days. So don't just necessarily Twitter, think, oh, yep. it's a slam dunk that, you know, the lock of expiration's here. So this stock's gonna tank now. Sometimes there's so many shorts and then the tank doesn't happen, and they're like, oh, and then they start to get spooked, and then you can start a squeeze. So, I still think the thing bounces at 40. We're three bucks away from that. I've been saying that. I'm saying we that for like six, seven bucks. So, uh, we're almost there. I kind of want to buy it at 40 if it gets there. But again, you know, it's names by the dip, but this trend's broken too. And this, you know, there isn't like, this isn't like, oh, I don't know. I've always thought Pen was the better play, and uh, obviously, I sold my Pen. We talked about that. I plan on rebuying my Pen, though. I just thought I was going to get it back cheaper. It's worked so far because I sold my Pen at sixty-eight. It's at sixty-four today. I got to get back in, so I would rather buy Pen at fifty-five than DraftKings at forty. But DraftKings at forty, I think, could bounce. Uh,
1: CFA question for you. I mean, oh, these guys. Goodness. These guys. No, this is a simple one, and I should know this. I mean, they could buy puts, right? If you're an insider and you have a lockup and you have the stock, there's nothing.
2: Uh, there's restrictions on you that can't... too, Joel. Really? Uh, there, there. It depends. So I don't know. Now you're getting, you know, that is CFA stuff and getting in really into the details there. But I know there is restrictive actions even to hedging your positions there. So, um,
1: Can you I... have your buddy buy some puts? <laughs>
2: I'm sure that's fine. I think, that, I think they I'm do joking. that. <laughs> I honestly think, well, I think that's done. I think that's done a lot of times to get around it. your buddy shorts a stock and I'll hook you up, you know, when and I, when I rebuy, you know, sell my stock, but you know, I, I'm, I guarantee you probably that's done. It's dirty as hell. I'm not sure the legalities okay. on, you know, what they can and can't do in each individual case, but I know there, uh, you know, there is some restrictions on, on options as well.
1: Uh, moment of truth for Penn here, folks, we're down 13 cents at 6470. We were looking at this thing and we were talking last week, and we we're like, oh man, it's just not following DraftKings lower, you know? And mm-hmm. it showed a lot of strength, took my eye off it. I don't know what happened. I guess the market kind of hurt it yesterday. Uh, it fell down on pretty good volume. 64.11, uh, that was your low yesterday. Uh, you had a club, but talking about 64, 63-65. So this thing absolutely has to hold 64. I don't I don't care about that, this other double bottom here. Sixty-four is the number. Get a look, it's sixty-two, but see if a pen pen could hold sixty four. I'm gonna move this, I'm gonna replace Logitech. I'm gonna put pen here, and that's what I'm gonna be watching today. See what happens at sixty-four.
0: Yeah, real fast. Well, I, I think I said five months. Earlier I meant six months on the lockup expiration. Uh so that's where we're at now.
2: It's good to know these things, and they are weak going into them. It's like an event. And you often see so just as much as you see the earnings run up, you see the weakness ahead of the lockup. And I I just saw that go by my timeline last night. I did not know that DraftKings lockup expiration was today until last night. So these are trades too, trading ahead of the event, just like you know the gentleman that was showing us the quantitative analysis from you know the earnings run-ups there yesterday. That was great analysis. You're going to see the same thing. I bet you if you know you analyzed you know lockup expirations, you see weakness ahead of the expiration. There's alpha to extract from shorting those stocks ahead of these uh, it, ahead of it, these lockups.
1: And the big reversal that you're talking about was on Twitter. That was a long time ago. The first lockup, everyone was selling into it. I can't and then remember it went the what other the price, way. yeah, and it went the other way. I they think. go,
2: you know what you think. But yeah. the, the easier trade, I still say, is before the event. Once you're on the day of the event, sometimes the things can go Tough. and do some yep. funny, because it could be really crowded. But the event run up, for the earnings, the event rundown for the lockup expiration. I mean, these are tradable events. All right. What other uh, ones do we have coming up, Spencer? Is there a couple I, more that are coming up?
0: So basically, every every SPAC merger that went through uh, in in the April May timeframe should be on on your radar right now. But I'm I don't have a list in front of me.
2: Can I you maybe we'll give you a homework, you and Mitch, some homework here and get us a little list of you know what's coming up. And maybe we could do this, you know, tomorrow show or something.
0: Yes, that will be my homework for today. Uh, okay, awesome. So Nicola is like the big one. That was that closed on on June third. So we're still a few weeks out uh, from that, but it's something that we're going to have to remember. Uh, getting heading these into-
2: spacs are all in a world of pain, eh? Yeah, I- a lot of these, you know, the spac attack has really got sacked um this you know obviously started with nikola but i mean i just look i own the lca one that one's been a dog here for the last month but you just look at all these backs like what was helion that became was hyln yeah i mean you were in that thing of 50 and the thing's 25 bucks now i yeah, mean I got what out. other ones you know right. what other the other big ones are there just looking through i'm in spaq that one's been a dog I, i've well, all the way I was way up in it and now I'm back to flat.
0: Dennis, are you still on your LCA? That's I mean Yeah,
2: LCA and SPAC. Those are the two I own. I know I own the Bill Ackman one too, which hasn't done anything yet, but these have not been good. This this luster has faded significantly on these SPACs.
0: Yep, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course the first one, which is SPCE Virgin galactic. Uh that that's sort
2: of They've come back. Space yeah. has come back. Maxer, Mitch Call, too. I had a nice day yesterday. I haven't bought that yet. I still to talk about it. I just get sidetracked my trading and then I don't buy the stocks. I say I'm going to buy. But um, how
1: tattooed Tattoo Chef do yesterday? Oh, yeah. What is the
2: symbol on that one?
1: <laughs> uh, TCFF or something? What is it, Spencer?
2: Uh, it's TTCF. Oh. TTCF. Came down. Tattooed Chef. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: What SPAC was that one?
0: It was oh god! It was gosh! Uh, Wasn't it the yeah, it the meat one?
2: No, I don't want to own any it, of these it, things. It, right it was
0: F- it was FMCI.
2: These have been ugly. So this one here, which hasn't really sold off much yet, um, you know, just the, the spack action here has been sell the rip and don't buy the dip. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how the spacks have worked here in the last month. Buying the dip on spacks has been really bad. Selling the rip on spacks really good. Yeah. All right. We
0: didn't get to uh, too many tickers in the chat. Uh, the ones we covered, we covered incidentally. So I've written a bunch of them down and we'll cover uh, the rest at the uh, at the 340 show. I want to remind everyone that there's links to various Benzinger resources in the description of our video. There's links to Benzinger Pro, links to upcoming events, links to our newsletter as well that I will drop in the chat as well. Our market in five minute newsletter that I haven't promoted much but is a great morning read uh and so you should check all those links out in the description of our video thanks to our guest nick shaheen uh thanks to everyone in our chat hit the like button show us your love we appreciate that uh hit the subscribe button as well it,
2: it, oh the it, likes are low today it we didn't do very good today helps us with youtube talk
0: politics um, I should talk also politics
2: don't talk politics yeah uh, no, no more well, politics we banned oh, right aid. what did we banned from the show now hurts right aid and politics uh and masks right uh right. right. well no we like no we uh, don't talk masks politics
0: I like masks. religion i'm
2: and we, we can't talk about masks you're right you can't right. talk about right masks.
0: politics religion and masks and right aid and kodak and right.
2: dry ships oh yeah oh dry yeah. ships was the first stock ever banned dry ships yeah, yeah, it's where's dry ships? That's gone, eh? That went off the board.
1: That's all right. <laughs> I did
2: see. Kodak yesterday was saying that they were still going to go through with their whatever they were supposed to be doing and, um, their Goodbye. vaccine or whatever the heck they're doing without government funding. I was like, all right, bucks. um.
0: I also I want to announce that we have a new uh YouTube show called the raz report if you don't get enough Jason Rasnick in your life he has a new uh, YouTube show the first episodes going live tonight I think at five o'clock I am uh I think I'm the first guest ever on this show so Jason, really? Jason just interviewed me uh, if you care about that sort of thing uh, about just sort of my background how I ended up here um and yeah, so that'll be, that'll be on. on oh, I like that. Uh, hey
1: Spencer, nice. we're, we're right around our, uh, our five year anniversary of working together, right?
0: We are past it. Uh, oh wait, actually we are right around it. Cause it was mid, it was mid October.
1: Yes. Yep. 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 Oh. Brianna, right before I went to Israel, uh, right. Right. Brianna left.
2: <laughs> Do we have any long-term listeners that were listening yeah, way so, back so, before so, Spencer started? So what happened was, uh, I think. I was, know Spinner was in there. We got we, him in the. We got him in well, the other. Show, I don't know right. if Spinner was there. Spinner was there. Spinner's been there forever. Joel, Speck Joel Speck was there.
0: Wait, hold on. I think so. Joel went away, and then when he came back. I had just started or, or Joel – or I started and, and then Joel went away. No, no. Joel went away and then for like two weeks. He went to Israel, right? And then he came back and like I started right then, I think, it, it is how it happened. Like Joel's like first day back was
1: uh, – second. Right. Yep. So yep. Wow. From that was a – Maybe he's
2: back. He says he's been listening since day – he was like our first listeners way yeah. back. Hey, in like who
1: was that one guy in Indiana? When we were on
2: Uvu. Who
1: was that one guy in Indiana? That was a bright trader and when it was just me and you talking. Kevin.
2: To I won't say his last name. Okay. Kevin. Yeah. He was he, one of our first listeners. He was, he, was our first back. listener. He was yeah, Kevin first. was one of the first ones. Yeah. He is we, an interesting character. That guy liked his guns. <laughs> <laughs> a little scary. <laughs> we're done. But let's, let's
0: we're done. everyone yeah, please yeah, remember yep, all yep, the yep. information from our <laughs> shop. Informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Everyone have a good rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you in the afternoon.